0: Welcome to the Start Me Up podcast, part of the Demcast Network. I'm Kimberly Johnson in D.C., and today my guest is Mark Weinstein. He's the CEO of MeWe, an alternative to Facebook. Um, you're going to want to listen to this because he really does a great job of explaining why it's better than Facebook, primarily because they do know data mining. They don't, they don't have ads. So how many times have you been, like on Google, shopping for a product? You go back over to Facebook, and then you see that product Come up. You're not going to see that on Miwi because they don't do it. They have a great privacy policy, and what's really great is that they have something locked in there. A po- he explains it a poison pill that if someone else buys Miwi, they still can't do it. They've got to follow those original rules. So that's really good to know. Um, there's a lot of you know I've I've heard some people share their concerns about trolls. He address, we address all of it. So uh, take a listen, because I think there's a lot of people out there who are sick of Facebook, but they don't know what to do. And they're kind of like, I don't know, because I don't know anybody. People are migrating, migrating over to MeWe. There's 10 million now, Going by, I don't know what the number is exactly, but I've heard them on other interviews say like hundreds of thousands of people are going over there every day. When I started going over there, um, I built up my fan base pretty quickly. I don't want to say fan base, friend base pretty quickly. I have about 700 friends. I did that in approximately a month Um, and I'm building it up some more and I'm just going to keep posting over there and I'm going to be joining some groups. I probably will be creating my own page with my name on it where I can post my work. Um, But the nice thing about MeWe is that you can set, just like with Facebook, you can set your settings to private or public. So if you are experiencing any kind of harassment, you can block people, you can report people, you can set your, your privacy settings any way that you feel comfortable. So take a listen to what he has to say. I think you're going to be interested and start an account. Now I'm going to record a quick quick little podcast today about the Equal Rights Amendment. So keep your eyes open for that. Um, I'm going to be doing that after this show, and I'll post it. I did get suspended from Twitter for 12 hours, and I'll explain that in my ERA post, and that'll be open to everyone. Um, But before we get into it with Mark, I I do want to remind everybody I am growing the show. I am going for two shows per week, right now there might be a week that i don't do two shows that i only do the one show the staple of wednesday but i'm shooting for two um and the best way i can keep going and and give you better shows, better guests, better quality, all of that is by becoming a monthly patron. You can start out at a dollar per month or two dollars per month. And if you really love what you see, you get you can go for five dollars a month, which gets you into content that's for patrons only. And um, I mean, you can start every once in a while. I'm going to do like a maybe a solo show where I talk about something and, and, and depending on what the content is and how long it is, it's either going to be available for a dollar per month or $5 per month. Uh, $5 a month always gets you into uh, segments where I talk with uh, like a co-host after we've done a free show. So just check it out. You can go to, th- again, patreon.com slash startmeup. On that front page, you see different tiers that you can select to become a patron. Also, take a look at what I've written. And I've listed a bunch of previous uh interviews and conversations that I know everybody loved and take a listen to them. If you like it, become a subscriber. Also, please go over to iTunes and become a subscriber there to the Start Me Up show. And if you can, if you like the show, give it a good rating and a good review. I always need them. I always appreciate them as I always appreciate all of my patrons. Thank you so much. You guys are so awesome. You're so sweet too. I get sweet notes from people, Ziggy and uh, and Andrew and, and all of you thank you and beth and ted the cat so many people make you you make my experience great on this site i am so grateful for all of you uh all right so that's it now please enjoy my conversation with mark weinstein welcome mark
1: thank you kimberly it's great to be here great to be speaking with you thanks for inviting me
0: well thank you i mean thank you for coming on the show and then also i do want to thank you for uh, starting this new site, MeWe, I have been looking for an alternative or a competitor, and there you are. And before we get into the interview, I just kind of want to familiarize you with one of my significant experiences on Facebook. I mean, I've had issues where I have been, um, I've been cited for hate speech because I used the term white male. And I know that people have also been targeted for hate speech or like you know accused of hate speech by Facebook for using the term white trash. So you're never allowed to say anything mean about white men. Um, but that's just a little thing. Uh, I started a Facebook page back in 2010, and I grew it to 5,000 friends, 16,000 followers. I had a verification check mark. Um, now, for those who don't necessarily know this, Facebook definitely suppresses the reach of political pages and other kinds of pages. So mine was a profile and it was just my friend page where I would friend people and I don't know that they suppressed those kinds of pages as much because my page was incredibly active. It was there was so much engagement no matter what I said. I mean I even I went to Netroots in 20 15. And, you know, I met a bunch of people that I knew only from Facebook and everybody would be like, oh my God, your page is just so like, everybody's hanging on every word you say. Um, it was a very, and, and I'm not saying that to pat myself on the back. It's just that I got a lot of reach and I have a tendency to say things that are very bold and I have a big mouth. So of course it's going to, you know, spark engagement. Um, so in October of 2018, I think it was October 11th. Uh, I was I uh, and and before I even go into this, I was also not only did I have my profile page, but I I was the admin on a number of political pages that I worked with my partner. His name was Sam Wardy. He ran a blog that I wrote on called Liberals Unite, and you know he had formed part. He had his own pages, which were at least three hundred thousand or more. And then he had formed partnerships with other people who had political pages. And they also had these huge, large pages with lots of reach. So, of course, we would all like, you know, I Liberals Unite would share articles from their pages and vice versa. And we were all just, you know, kind of working together, networking. And so, you know, it was on October 11th that I'm sitting here at my computer and I see uh, one of those pages was called the Pragmatic Progressive. I get an alert, says it's gone. And then I get another alert that another page is gone. And I'm like, what the hell's going on? And then my page just goes. And it was gone. And, you know, there was all this talk like, oh, the page will come back. It never came back. I never got my page back. And basically we found out from Facebook that they got rid of about 800 profiles and political pages. And their whole thing was that we were doing inauthentic behavior, whatever their term was. Although the interesting thing is Ben Shapiro, who's a conservative and runs uh, the Daily Wire, he's doing that right now. Uh, the Daily Wire is doing exactly what I got kicked off of Facebook for doing. So i I'm pissed. I wound up starting another page, another profile page because I am a writer and a podcaster, and I rely on as much you know reach as I can possibly get. So I had I felt like I had to crawl back to Facebook. Um, and I hate that. I do have a, a page that's it's like I call it a like page a public page that, uh, is different than a friend page and that didn't get killed. But, um, it's, I, you know, I'm really pissed off and there's all these other, you know, the data mining and all that. So, okay, now there's my story and you've heard it. And I want to know why you started MeWe.
1: Okay. All right. And and let's also just address, you know, the story, um, and and MeWe here. So, uh, first of all, you know, I want you to know, and I want our listeners to know, that MeWe is not a, uh, a politically oriented site in the context of right or left, liberal or conservative. Um, MeWe's for everybody. Mm-hmm. So, um, and, you know, we do have rules. So, you know, and, and your reach, you know, is if you have a page on MeWe, you reach all your followers. We don't have Algorithmic interference. We don't have any ads. We don't have any targeting, so there's no way for us to interfere with your reach to your followers. Hmm. And even on a good day on Facebook, people reach about five percent of their followers, yeah. and then they have to pay to boost, or if they're lucky enough to be able to do that. Yeah. So um, now, you know, setting you know setting the record, I am one of the people. Who invented this paradigm called social networking? One of. Mm-hmm. There were several of us in the late 90s who started companies, um, a handful of companies, and I started one of them in the late 90s. I started a company that included superfamily.com and superfriends.com. And at that time, we were a PC Magazine top 100 company three years in a row. Mm-hmm. So, um, so, you know, and, and when social networking was invented, it wasn't invented for what has become surveillance capitalism, hmm, which yeah. is that, you know, all this spying, all this egregious yeah. targeting, all this micro-targeting, all this manipulation of our thoughts and our ideas mm-hmm. and our votes. So, you know, that's absurd to me, This what social networking became under the auspices of Facebook and Instagram and, unfortunately, even Twitter, who shifted their business model, you know, three years ago now to become surveillance capitalism yeah. and snap who also shifted their business model. So, you know, there's, there's one company standing tall and that company is called me. We M E M-E-W-E, W E Mewe. And I started this really after I saw Mark Zuckerberg do an interview where he said, privacy is a social norm of the past. And my jaw dropped. I'm like, are you freaking kidding me? You know, <laughs> And then listen, we'll just fast forward. That's that. that's several years ago. You said that. And so yeah. I decided to start me. We, but then recently Mark Zuckerberg said Facebook is like the champion of free expression. Yeah. I mean, this is just, just like in October of 2019 and I'm like, are you freaking kidding me? Like, <laughs> can this guy just stop spewing these misleading untruths? Yeah. You know, in order for us to have free expression, we have to have free will and true privacy. Mm-hmm. That's the only way we can have free expression. Yeah. Freedom, you know. And so and of course on Facebook we don't have free will because they micro target, they actually curate our news feeds. And we're always targeted, we're always manipulated whether manipulated, whether we realize it or not, and they track us when we're not on Facebook too. Yeah. So the whole premise of free expression on, on Facebook is absurd. Yeah. So Anyway, so I started Miwi to restore and, you know, ascend and evolve social networking, you know, to what it was intended to be and now also to what it can be for the world. You know, a place that you can trust that's safe, where you have control, that preserves your mental health, where, you know, people are not psychologically manipulated, where we have positive, authentic connections with friends and family and common interest groups, where we have true digital privacy. Maybe we a privacy bill of rights for our members and a poison pill in our privacy if we ever change anything. So even if we were to be acquired, nobody can muck it up without oh, wow. telling everybody and giving know. them a way to delete all their accounts. We value member time because if you're not imagine like and people like me was a breath of fresh air for people. We see it all the time where they comment on it's like, wow, there's nothing creepy going on here. There's no ads. There's no manipulation. There's no targeting. There's nothing in my news feed, but timeline order of who I'm connected to, the groups that I'm in and the pages that I'm following. It's really beautiful.
0: Well, yeah, and that's, I mean, you can go, I don't know how many times it's happened where I look something up online if I'm interested in purchasing something or, you know, what, or even like looking at houses on Zillow or something. And then I go over to my Facebook page, and what do I see? An advertisement for Zillow for the house that I was just looking at outside of Facebook. So clearly, uh, right. Yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah. And listen, and also, I'm sure you have this experience, and so do our listeners who are on Facebook. If you happen to just be talking about somebody you haven't seen in a long time, like talking verbally, talking to a friend um, or talking about a product or a service, you know, within hours or days, all of a sudden you're going to get a pop up on Facebook or, or, you know, an email suggesting, you know, a new friend or an ad for that particular product you were talking about. Yeah. You don't even have to be like searching on Google for this stuff to happen now.
0: That's just crazy. Can you explain to people what is, what is data mining?
1: So data mining is when, well, this is really goes into, what, what is surveillance capitalism? Yeah. So surveillance capitalism is when everything we do, every step we take, everything, is spied, tracked, and manipulated. So in other words, when you're on Facebook, or you know, Instagram, and we want to just remind our, our listeners that Instagram is Facebook. Yes, so um, so what what's what's happening is that everything that you're doing is analyzed, is monitored, spied on, categorized, analyzed. So everything you're talking about, whether you know you're you're in a, a chat on Facebook, whether you're posting on Facebook, whether you're following other people, you know, whatever you're looking for on Facebook, all of that goes into this vast data, you know, analysis system. So, and then, you know, you are, then it's all categorized. So, so Facebook has literally millions of data points on you. Millions of data points on you. And it's all organized. And this is how their ad model works. So when an advertiser says, okay, you know, let, let's say I want to target um, you know, a conservative uh, female, age 20 to 25, um, you know, and who's living in you know Georgia. Uh, great. Then Facebook, you know, his Facebook system immediately pops up. Okay, great. You know, here's you know, there's like you know 100,000 of those, and you know, and you start the system. I mean, it's so. And, and, you know, I just use that as an example. It could be, you could be a liberal, you could be conservative, you could be looking for a home. You could be having psychological issues. You could be, sadly, you could be suicidal because there's, there's data on this, you know, where Facebook actually targeted a, a cluster of 14 year old females who had suicidal tendencies and allowed marketers to target them with products and services oh my God. and 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 utter and clear manipulation. And you know, I mean, this is so it's so egregious because this is a non-ethical, um, you know, system. But so now, listen. So there's all your data mm-hmm. in this huge data packet about you, and um, it, you know, the studies have shown that this data is really like th- there's thousands of pages and millions of data points about you. And then they're organized. So, I mean, the system is actually super creepy. Now, A friend of mine, Yale Eisenstadt, who was hired by Facebook to sort of uh, create integrity in their political advertising system. Mm -hmm. Uh, And she quit after six months. And she says, Mark, and uh, Yale worked for the CIA. This is very important. And I'll tell you why. Because she credibly can say. Facebook what Facebook knows about us is you know like I don't know tons of data versus the spec that the CIA might know about you. Wow. So anyway, so this is this is what it all means and this is what we're in everybody and this is actually scary, dangerous, wrong. It's also not what social networking is all about. Social networking was not built and invented for surveillance capitalism, social networking was invented so that while we now live everywhere in the world, with our families and our friends, and you know we're, we're so disparate in the places that we are, social networking was invented to keep us connected, to actually facilitate yeah. our real-life relationships, and connect us with new friends and new you know and common interests um, around the globe. It wasn't into you know invented so that we could become data points. You know, available to be targeted and manipulated and sold down the river
0: yeah and then and then there's the added extra feature of the fact that they've decided to allow uh, politicians the right to lie um, which is extremely upsetting especially considering you know um, the fact that Russians are attacking us right now and they were you know Mark Zuckerberg had to go in front of Congress I think I don't know if it was 2017 or 2018 and admit that he took rubles. Uh, in order to, you know, for for the Russians, the Russians paid rubles to place BS ads, and they're in- remember they're
1: still doing that. So that's and 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 he said as much. So that yeah, that didn't that hasn't stopped. It's still happening right now, right now while we're talking. There's probably you know a few million people that just got targeted in the nanoseconds of our conversation.
0: Unbelievable. And the, and you know, look, I mean, I'm a liberal, um, and I you know I'm not against conservatives having free speech or their say or anything like that but no we shouldn't have a platform that's as huge as this that's able to manipulate an election that is terrible and that you know it scares me because a lot of people are on facebook and this is like another thing i wanted to ask you um so many people are on Facebook that are not paying attention to politics. They don't necessarily even realize that their data is being mined or that they're, you know there's all this information that Facebook has collected. Maybe they, and if they do realize it, maybe they think, oh, well, that's just the way it works, you know, and I still I'm friends with my, you know, aunt who lives in Michigan here and my cousin and, you know, all these people and I don't really want to leave because it means everybody has to leave and if I go over to another site where I don't know anybody yet and I can can't convince them, um, they are not motivated. And so that's what I wanted to ask you about because I know that that's the, changing. Yeah. Yeah. Go ahead. So how, well, how is that changing? And how, how can we get people like the average Facebook user who's not political, who's only there to keep in touch with their family? How can we convince them to give other platforms a try? So, uh, you know, first
1: of all, we saw a dramatic change. We like the world, uh, saw a dramatic change in 2019 where, um, this legacy, it's really, really where your legacy, your, 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 you know, your, your history, uh, is on Facebook if you've been there for a while. Mm-hmm. So this, this legacy of, of, you know, the, this content with your family and friends, um, and what we saw in 2019 is that people actually finally are over it. They just don't care and they're leaving. They're coming to me. We buy the millions, um, and they don't care. You can download your content on Facebook. It's cumbersome. It's complicated. Mm-hmm. Um, but they don't even care. People finally are like, you know what? I don't care what I have there anymore. Uh, I, you know, I got so many pictures on my phone. I got so much, you know, so much other data, so much other content that it just doesn't matter. And I'm out of here because this <laughs> is such an egregious company violating our privacy, violating our democracy I mean, there's so much data on Facebook actually, you know, you know, participating in, you know, unwittingly in destroying and attempting to destroy democracy. Mm-hmm. And they continue it right now, as I said, right now, um, you know, and by the way, if they just said no more political ads, that doesn't solve the problem. Right, exactly. Because their ad model is completely corrupt and, you know, it's all based on psychological manipulation. So, you know, the the whole premise of surveillance capitalism is really destructive and then ironically it's destructive to the whole premise of capitalism itself capitalism is about taking care of your customer serving your customer delighting your customer establishing a bond of trust and safety and love and service So that's not what Facebook is about.
0: No, um, so, no, absolutely. Yeah, go no. ahead. I, I wanted to I like switch gears a little bit and ask you about posting. There have been some issues that I've had with posting. Like for instance, with my Patreon page, when I go to post, say a podcast or something I've written, for some reason, it's been the last few days, and I, I wish I could remember, and I don't have it in front of me, but I get this like little um, alert that comes up, and it's not letting me post anything. So what I have to get around it by posting a photograph and then the, you know, my text and then the link to whatever. So, I mean, I can get around it, but I've just noticed a little glitch and I don't know if it's just Patreon or if it's, you know, many other websites. I haven't experienced it with any other websites, but, um, you know, there there are a few things that I think with with MeWe, um, I'm wondering, I should say, are you guys constantly upgrading and uh, making the experience a little bit more user-friendly. I mean, it's it's pretty damn user-friendly as it is right now. You know, one of those things that I experienced, I'm just telling you. Um, so I know that other platforms are are usually like working to give the user the most ease with their experience. Is this something that you guys are constantly working on?
1: Well, absolutely. Um, and I'm not sure if you're talking about this Patreon issue on Facebook or meWe or wherever it is but uh, you know, first MeWe. of all, um, if, you're, if it's a face if, when you're posting about Patreon on Facebook, remember Facebook's not going to uh, give that post uh, a big spread. You're not gonna right. reach uh, you know very many people that you're trying to reach because uh, Facebook's not making any money off something that you know where you've got some yeah. exclusive content on Patreon for your followers. Um, and remember Facebook is an algorithm that's all that Facebook is. So, um, you know, one of the beautiful things about MeWe is that 100% of your followers see 100% of your posts in timeline order in their page newsfeed or their group newsfeed or your main newsfeed for your contacts. You also have a, a separate, you know, you can do close friends. Yeah. Um, we are just dedicated to serving our members. Our members are our customers. Our members or who we serve. We don't have advertisers. We don't have marketers. They're not allowed on our platform. So there's no third party, you know, ads targeting you. We don't have an advertisement mechanism. No, we serve our members. MeWe is what we call a freemium model. Um, and by the way, you know, I've been given nice uh, awards and accolades. You know, the Canadian government gave me a nice uh, honor as, quote, ambassador of privacy by design. Oh, that's good. Um, yeah, Miwi, you know, was a Startup of the Year finalist at South by Southwest for innovative technology in 2019. Entrepreneur Magazine picked Miwi as one of the best entrepreneurial companies in America. They picked 360 companies, and we were ranked 18. Wow. So that's that's really a huge honor. And we are all about our members. So if you know, and we have a, a QA team and a feedback team, uh, so everybody's watching because feedback is our lifeline. Hmm. So, you know, and also we've got block and report.
0: So, right. you know, well, for bad it, actors, yeah. I mean,
1: MeWe's not a free for all. You know, we 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 don't take it we don't have political censorship. That's you know, left, right, middle. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's none of our business. But it is our business if you're inciting violence, right? If you're posting porn, um, yeah. you know, if if you're doing things that are going to upset You know, just a good experience for members. Um, You know, hate speech, but you mentioned like like white trash, like you know, really white male. I mean, uh, I you know, and, and also you know, I just don't understand these these rules. I don't understand why your page was taken down. Um, as were the pages of many conservatives and liberals. Yeah, there was like- I uh, th- Mii I, has both, yeah. you know, conservatives and liberals. Right. I mean, isn't this democracy? Aren't we supposed to be able to talk together? That's what Mii is about.
0: Right. Well, I think just in the case of that particular Facebook purge, I think it was brought on by the fact that, you know, as I mentioned, Mark Zuckerberg was in trouble in Congress for taking rubles, and so I think it was his effort to say, "Look, look, we're self-policing, and we don't need regulation, and so we're just gonna we're gonna target both, you know, liberal and, and conservative pages, and that way, look, we can take care of ourselves. I mean, that's my guess, uh, but I, I think that that's why that it happened. Um, but I will I do want to address this because I've I've my experience on me this I want is this like a two-pronged question, um, but I'll start with the first is that. Um, my experience on MeWe so far has been positive. I, I think I've had one troll. And and when I say troll, I just mean a, a conservative woman followed me who's a, a Trump supporter. Who I'm not a Trump supporter. I don't feel like debating about it with people on social media, so I just blocked her. Um, just like you would on Facebook or Twitter or on any other social media platform. Um But I've had people say to me, well, I don't want to go over there because either they've heard or they said they've experienced white supremacy issues. And then last night, uh, I I mentioned on my podcast yesterday that you're going to be on, and a woman messaged me, and she said, you know, I know this very influential businesswoman, and she's been looking for a platform to host groups that accompany her viral teaching and trainings of activism and women's empowerment. And she felt that she's saying that she feels there are white supremacists white supremacists on MeWe and she doesn't feel comfortable there and she wanted to know what kind of action if any MeWe is going to take in that area so I just want to say that it's not been my experience I'm not saying they don't exist because I believe they exist on every platform but in some cases especially like Twitter has gotten rid of um, some white like certain white supremacists I think the blue check was taken away from Richard Spencer I think he's still on Twitter but I don't think he has a blue check anymore so I'm, I'm just curious what do you have to say about that
1: I think it's a great question so you know first of all if anybody is on me you know hate speech inciting violence bullying stalking breaking the law they're out yeah. we have a great trust and moderation team a great safety team um, you know a great customer success team managing our feedback Uh, We have block and report on every group and on every post so that you can report and we will investigate for violations of our terms. So, you know, if there's any group that's breaking our rules, it doesn't matter whether they're, you know, super conservative, super liberal, you know, or something entirely different. So um, I'm, you know, I would caution everybody and I would also you know say exactly what you said which is that bad actors are everywhere Mm -hmm. Um, we have made me what we believe is the safest healthiest platform that exists in the world so you know if if there are quote white supremacists or extreme liberals or or anything in between um, we're not going to kick them off if they're not breaking the rules Mm -hmm. You know, but the rules are clear. So if anybody is espousing hate, inciting violence, um, you know, as I said, you know, breaking the law, uh, bullying, you know, that's different. Yeah. Um, and so uh, but we have great, you know, we have great conservatives and great liberals. Amy Siskine, a great liberal, is on our platform. She tweets about us all the time. So, um, you know, I would just encourage people to have an open mind. And I think it's very dangerous for the world to start siloing. So in other words, mewe is designed in the spirit of great democracies. You know, we want people, good people from all walks of life to be on the platform. And remember, like you said, you don't if you don't want to be exposed to an opinion you don't want to, you don't want to be exposed to on mewe, it can't happen. Yeah. So you know, because you can't be targeted. No one can try and influence your thinking on MeWe. You pick the groups you follow, the pages you follow, you, who your contacts are, who your close friends are. Everything, that's your decision, your choice. You block whoever you want. You know, you, you We have, you know, we're so many controls are built into MeWe. So, um, yeah, you know, I would, I would say to, to that woman, you know, put that concern aside. mewe it gets democracy right and me we is for the good guys.
0: Well and as a user good men and, women. and as a user as opposed to you who, you know, started the page. Um, I wouldn't necessarily tell her to put that concern aside, but um, because I think that concern is like you you know, we were just saying it It's everywhere. It's not, and it's also Russians. And sometimes these are actually Russians. Yeah, exactly. It's like, you know, remember,
1: the Russians are trying to disrupt our democracy, and this is very serious, everybody. Yeah. Um, You know, Russians aren't just trying to disrupt democracy, ours and Europe's, you know, and anywhere there's a democracy by influencing votes. They're doing it by putting a megaphone on fake accounts Mm -hmm. that have, you know, very extreme political perspectives and then broadcasting those loud and in a nasty way. And so many of those accounts are fake and not real.
0: Right. And then, I mean, sometimes they might start out as a, you know, like it looks like a liberal account and then they get a huge following and then they start switching up the narrative. Um, But beyond that, I mean, as somebody who has utilized various platforms on social media, I'm I'm going with you on this because as much as I despise white supremacy, um, I think that, you know, like, uh, what's his name? The grand wizard dude, David Duke. You know, I mean, he's not in jail because he's a white supremacist, but he has to abide by the law. If he does not abide by the law, he's going to go to jail. So if this woman who messaged me is concerned about white supremacy, and I I certainly don't want to discount her concern. But it's just like you said, you have the ability to block people just as you do on Facebook, just as you do on Twitter. You know, I'm on both of these platforms and report and and report. And I'm on both of these platforms constantly. And on Twitter, I mean, it's overrun with these bad actors. I mean, there's the there's the non obvious ones that you are describing where, you know, you can pretend to be somebody and you, you start up a conversation and you get all these followers and then you slowly change your message. And and then there's just the obvious ones that have no profile picture. They have eight numbers in their Twitter handle, and they're they have like zero followers. They just signed up, and they're only there to troll. In my experience, it's best to I like to call them out and say this is a troll because I can't delete their comment. Um, so I just say this is a troll. I'm blocking, and then I just I block them so that if anybody else sees them, that they're aware. But on your platform, just like on Facebook, you have the option of of getting rid of them, and then there's also the option of um, there was one time when I said something on Twitter that got me in a load of trouble, (laughs) and it was with the conservative community and every single uh, conservative site out there, right wing, total right wing sites were just like going after me, Nazi sites were going after me. And so what I did, because they were following me over to my Facebook page, I just made my Facebook page for friends only. Until it all stopped. So that's another option. Uh, and I and I also just want to say that I think on We, and I'm not positive about this. I think the default uh, posting is for friends only. And it it took me a while to discover that you can make your posts just like on Facebook. You can make your posts public, or you can make them for friends only. Uh, and that's when you have like a profile. That's not a page per se. But um, so that's another option for people who are concerned about uh, white supremacists or any kind of. Uh, like you say, bad actors or Russians, you can make it for friends only, just like you can on Facebook, and you can block and report. So I think that's really important to emphasize, because, you know, it's true, as much as I don't like certain uh, messages from, you know, certain groups of people, that doesn't mean they shouldn't be allowed to have those opinions, even if I think that they're detrimental as long as they're not breaking the law, so we, as 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 you know, users of social media, have the option and can and can control um, what we're doing. Listen,
1: right, and our neighbors, just like when we were kids, you know, I mean, this is America. Our neighbors may be in a different party or have a different political opinion than us, mm-hmm. but we're all Americans, yeah. and we all abide by the law and the rules. And as you said, absolutely on me, we. Uh, if you only want to connect with the people like-minded people, then you do that. even if you create a group. Yeah. so if you you create a group because why has mewe grown so fast? It's because constituencies move to mewe. And so if you want a page that anybody can join, great, create a page. If you want to create a group that anybody can join, create a group. If you want to create a group where people have to apply to get in, then just check that box. you know it's free and, and then you filter. Uh, you know, if you just want to have people that, you know, even if there's tens of thousands of them mm-hmm. come into that group, then that's your prerogative. But, you know, I mean, what, what we haven't seen work and won't work is if conservatives go and create their own social network just for conservatives and liberals go and create their own social network just for liberals, that's going to be so boring. Yeah. And, <laughs> um, and, you know, so, you know, that's why when I said about siloing, we don't want a silo. That's not the spirit of America. That's not even interesting. Um, but, you know, at the same time, MeWe is designed, as I say, it's for the good guys, for good people. And, you know, we, have, we also partner with companies that, you know, so when people sign up, we get we can tell if they're trolls or bots, if they're bad actors. Oh, you know, we know. can tell at the door
0: mm-hmm.
1: before they get in. Uh, inside, we use, you know, these, these block and report um, and things like that to make sure that, you know, if there's bad actors, we get them out. Uh, we partner with the Internet Watch Foundation, um, you know, to make sure that, you know, bad porn doesn't get in. And if it gets in, it gets reported and gets out. Yeah. I mean, MeWe is really, you know, we're our goal is to do this as perfectly as possible, and we have created a place that people can love, that they can trust, where they have control, uh, where their mental health is not affected by being targeted or manipulated, where they can block and report everybody, um, and they can. The idea is really to have a great time yeah. and connect with you know whoever you want to connect with, and really really enjoy the experience. This is social media done right, and you know we're fierce about this. So, you know, we're, we're going to keep making it better and better and better. We have all the features that people love. We have pages. We have groups. We've got, you know, great apps. We've got disappearing content. Stories launches next week, but it's not manipulative, you know, like Snapses, but really great. It's really a great feature so that, you know, we can do this archive of our lives every day. Um, and other people that are, you know, our friends or followers can see it and enjoy it. Um, You know, we've got everything. We've got live voice and live video calling. We've got custom emojis and stickers. I mean, we have so much stuff that's just awesome and fun (laughs) and really helpful.
0: Well, that sounds good. The the other prong that I wanted to ask you about is the groups. Now, um, I think that I've applied for a couple of groups and I haven't checked back on that yet because I think I did it yesterday. And part of the reason I did it was because my mother is over on MeWe and she mentioned that I don't know how many friends she has. It's not a whole lot. Um, But she said that um, or I mean, it's not like 700, and, and, and I don't know how what the average is for people on me. We, you know, like the average friends list, but maybe my mom has, let's say, 100 or 200. So she doesn't necessarily get as much engagement when she posts to her own wall, um, but she said she gets, uh, you know, significant more engagement when she posts in a group. So is that would you recommend that people? Uh, you know, feeling like they go over there and they don't have a lot of friends. And if they post something on their wall, nobody's saying anything. So it's like joining the groups is the best way to get acclimated to Mi when you're new.
1: So this is, this is how it's worked. You know, now that we have, you know, nearly 10 million members um, when you come over, you're likely to find people to connect with that you already know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but it's always been that me. We has, been, <coughs> excuse me, um, constituency oriented. So, we encourage you find some groups, you know, like-minded people, a hobby, you know, whatever health, whatever it is that that interests you. Uh, find some pages to follow, mm-hmm. um, and and just get going. And there's easy ways to invite your friends from from other sites to post on Twitter, to post on Facebook, and say, hey, I'm over here at MeWe, Here's my my member link. You can you know you have your own dedicated member link. You can post mm-hmm. everywhere you want. Send it out an email. Uh, but absolutely. Uh, get started, and the system is really helpful. Our system is really helpful that way um, to help you get started, and that just you know gives you some really interesting content to get going with. Um, and then you know, remember that you're part of a movement. Yeah. You know, We is really a movement in the world. We're translated into 19 languages, hmm. and we're we're saying to the world, all of us together are saying. There's a better way to do social media. I am not data for sale. We have this, you know, hashtag not for sale. We have our, our not for sale symbol where you put two two fingers over your eyes, and by the way, that stops facial recognition from working. Oh,
0: interesting! Uh, <clears> I didn't
1: know that. So that's actually so, and we have a post about that. We have one group that you're automatically in called News and Updates. Um, so yeah, I mean, if you know, if you're coming over and you you weren't invited to join a group on your way over. Mm-hmm. Uh, or a page then come on over sign up and immediately and the system automatically you know you know gives you it puts you into the open group directory pick some groups check it out apply for some groups uh, hook up with some pages and you know and just get rocking and rolling and you're going to have, a, we get so many love love messages and if you want to know about me we well, you don't have to take it from me of course I love MeWe, and I'm, you know, I know we're doing the right thing, but don't take it from me. Look in the App Store, look at the Play Store, look at the Apple Store, look at the reviews. Yeah, because those are I not do from us. have the app on my phone. The reviews are heartwarming, they're unbelievable.
0: Well, yeah, and I'm really grateful that you set it up because I think that, um, you know, it's important in this day and age that we don't have one social media site that has a monopoly for obvious reasons. Um, and the fact that, you know, I think it would be good, you know, to have a a bunch of different kind of options, uh, you know, just as we have Instagram, even though that's owned by Facebook, but like there's Instagram and Twitter and there's different ways to express yourself on social media. I think the more, um, diverse field it is, uh, you know, we, I think it's better for democracy and it gives us, it, it, it Allows us, in my opinion, to, to leave Facebook, have other options out there. And my goal is to leave Facebook. I, I feel too tied to it at the moment because my business relies on it. I know that a lot of people have tied their business to Facebook in the past. Um, you know, what, just before I go, though, I, I want to reiterate going back to what I said when I lost my page, one of the pages that was um, taken down was called Reverb Press. And I knew the people who started that page. And I know that they spent a lot of money advertising for people to go over, see the page and decide if they want to like it. They spent a lot of money and they were encouraged by Facebook to spend that money. And and then Facebook got rid of it. So, you know, these people spent all of this time and energy and money investing in this Facebook page. And they grew it to almost a million followers. And then Facebook decided that we're getting rid of you. So we can show Congress we don't need any, you know, regulation. So um, I really think it's important that people like you exist and start up new sites that we can all go over and have fun. And I encourage my listeners to give it a try. And and like anything else, it's new. You're going to have to spend some time getting to know it, but it's pretty user friendly. It's not very, um, it's not like a scary site where you don't get it and take Mark's advice, join groups, join pages, because that's where you're, you're going to find the most engagement immediately. So, um, Thank you for creating the site. I appreciate it. And I'm trying, you know, I do try to bring people over. And and as you said, there have been a whole bunch of people that I've encountered that have already, you know, established themselves on MeWe. And then they just friend me. So thank you. And thank you for being on the show.
1: (laughs) You're welcome. And listen, find Amy Siskind. She's on MeWe. Uh, You know, follow her. Uh, you're right. You know, uh, for people who are on pages who, who want to bring their pages over. Remember, you'll reach 100 percent of your followers 100 percent of the time. We don't interfere. You can you have full monetization of your followers. So MeWe doesn't serve third party ads or allow any targeting. But you have followers on your page on your profile and at what you promote and sell to them is your business, not our business. Hmm, cool. So, you know, me, we is here and we are solving the problems and really ascending. This is the evolution. This is the next gen of social media. Yeah. And thank you for the opportunity to be on your show today.
0: All right. Well, thank you so much, Mark. Take care. You too. Bye. Bye. What'd you think of that? That was kind of a cool little conversation there. Look, uh, I know that going over to a new social media site is either daunting or um, it feels like, oh my God, I have to start all over again. But, you know, consider everything that he said. You are being spied on. Your information is, you know, taken and being used to manipulate you. I mean, I'm still on Facebook because I have to be. I don't want to be. But I have to be. And so as soon as I feel that I don't need Facebook anymore, I'm out. And, you know, I mean, part of part of the way that I can do that is growing this Patreon page, growing this Patreon uh, podcast. Start me up. It's something that. uh, If I can really start getting more patrons and earning some some decent income from this then I can just say fuck you Facebook and get the fuck off and I know that it sounds daunting like I said to some people because you've established yourself there and if that's the case what I suggest is going over to your friends uh you know like he said sending them an email or whatever it is and say hey let's start our conversation over there let's bring it over there So mom and aunt, you know, Sylvia and Uncle Rob and friend so-and-so, let's all go over there. And it's going to take a little while for some of these people because, you know, people get set in their ways. But as we continue to hear very negative and upsetting news about what Mark Zuckerberg is doing, eventually we are going to have uh, a huge max, mass exodus of, of Facebook, just like we, we you know Facebook came and killed MySpace. And so I don't know that we're going to have uh, a new version of Facebook that's going to be a monopoly and then kill Facebook. I think it's people like uh, Mark Weinstein who are setting up competitive alternative sites and you know I'd like to see a couple of them get pretty big and then you can you know go back and forth between the two I don't mind having more than one social media website I like having you know uh, something to you know I like having a version of like Instagram I'm on Instagram but it's fucking Facebook I like having the like Twitter's a little different than Facebook Facebook's a little different than Instagram and so on so it's like I like having that variety and the options to post on all of them So, if you like your Facebook experience, encourage your friends and family to move it over to MeWe. And remember that if you, you know, I have not encountered any. White supremacy. I have not encountered, with the exception of that one lady who didn't even say anything to me. She just requested my friendship, and I saw that she was a Trump supporter, and I said no, so I blocked her. That was my lone experience. I can say on Facebook, I've had a lot of experiences of people coming over and trolling me and saying horrible things to me, and I've, you know, my block list, especially on my old profile, I don't know, was like a mile long. So just don't expect a miracle understand we're in a situation right now where Russia is attacking our country and there are they are attacking our social media and and people like Mark Weinstein they only have so much pull as far as what they can do about it but he is doing everything he can do about it he is blocking you know those troll accounts and everything so just Move forward like you would on Facebook and realize that when you're over on MeWe, you are not experiencing data mining, you're not being manipulated by ads, you aren't being shown ads that, I mean, God, I, Bob got me a necklace for Christmas and I posted about it, and there's a fucking ad for it so it's awful. But anyway, so I hope you enjoyed that interview. I did. And it actually answered some questions for me because I do want to grow my presence on MeWe. I'm probably going to start a page um, pretty soon. I will start a page. I just don't know when I'm, I'm busy, but um, so I, you know, I hope you enjoyed it. And then before I go, I, I'm not sure when I'm going to do this. I might even do it today, but I'm not sure. So don't hold me to this. But I'm gonna do a a, a show. I, I kind of teased about this yesterday with Greg, Greg Oliar, uh, that I I'm gonna be doing a show about something very positive, and it's gonna be per, for patrons only. Um, that's coming up, so that's gonna be considered like an end under an end an, an, another thing segment. But I think what I'm gonna do is get rid of the term and or the name end another thing. I think I'm just gonna go for start me up and then I'll say patrons only or free show or something like that. Um, I don't, I just like, when I, every time I try to say, and another thing, I always fall all over myself. And it's, it's funny because it's something that I've always used. Like when I'm writing an email to someone, um, you know, and another thing, but I, you know, I'm not sure I love it. So it, you'd still get the, you know, anybody who's signed up for $5 per month is still going to get access to all the End and Other Things segments. I just don't know that I'm going to call it that anymore. I think it's just going to be patrons only or free show or whatever. So, um, you know, there you go. I guess that's it. Don't forget, you can follow me on Twitter at author Kimberly, K I M B E R L E Y. You can also visit Amazon. You can check out my books, Peyton's Choice, uh, American Woman the virgin diaries and ain't no sunshine men reveal the pain of heartbreak thank you for listening we're going to see you next monday with volatile mermaid take care everyone